All right, we are live. Hey guys, this is Brad Mike with Dallas Geek, and uh, it's been a minute. Little, little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's been it's been a couple months. It's been a thing. How you been? <laughs> uh, good. Yeah. 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 I thought it was really funny. Uh, your your little post on our Facebook, like, hey, our surprise hiatus, because we didn't even know. <laughs> it was more so a surprise to us than anybody else, because we yeah. called each other a couple days after Christmas, and we're like, holy crap, we haven't done anything in like two months for the web show. Um, we should probably get on that. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but we recognized that we had to do, we had to come back from our hiatus in 2020, because My Chemical Romance came back from theirs in 2019, and we just couldn't upstage that. That's what you're going with? Yes. Okay, Did you see the, 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 the teases they've been dropping of a US tour? No, I haven't. We will be going. Okay. Um, but yeah, so... And I do think it's appropriate that I had black fingernails when they announced their comeback. I was like, oh my god, it's like But does it count as again. appropriate timing if that's just normal for you? I just, it felt right. Eh. Everything felt right with the world at that point. Even though the president's getting impeached. No politics. No. We're, uh, we already have to worry about uh, toxic fanboys. We don't need to touch politics. That That's, can I at least that, explain, that's terrifying. Can I at least explain the impeachment process? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. No, the, uh, the long and short of it is, yeah, we, we had a lot of... Uh, Family stuff, a lot of personal stuff that came up around the holidays, and we both got a little uh, sidetracked. Work, and um, work, work took me out of. There may have been a, a for a while. There may have been a touch of burnout as well. Um, it, it happens. Not with this. Just no, with, just life. Yes. Yeah, l life. Um, so uh, we are coming back, rested, and we are uh, back to things. Sort of as normal. Yeah. Um, there, there were a lot of days during the break where if I didn't work, I wasn't waking up till 11.30 or noon. Which is, you know, good for you. Yes. It was it was needed. But, uh, yeah, so now that we're back, uh, we are going to be having a few format changes. Uh, but before we go into that, uh, if this is the first time that you've watched us, thank you for joining us. Um... For those, for those repeat viewers, thanks for coming back. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're not already subscribed on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe down below. And if uh, Facebook... It's been so long, I like don't remember where, here. Where, where everything is. Uh, so, uh, um, but yeah. Now, uh, the new format. Uh, we're going to be changing up a couple things about the show. Uh, first off, we My are... Haircut. Uh, first, we're gonna be somebody had to be the pretty one, and I just I felt like I I should take that responsibility. Hmm? What? Huh? You're what? the you're the technician. I'm I'm the on-air talent. Eh, fair. <laughs> um, but yeah. So uh, in, we're gonna be pulling back uh, from posting every week right. to uh, every other week, which is gonna be the first and third Fridays of every month. Um, and the reason for that is we 
kind of realized that we put so much time last year into trying to cover events and uh, actually editing all the videos that we got from events and trying to come up with new live stream ideas and just all this stuff uh, for the show and we forgot that uh, we also need to be making time for the business side of the show. You know, uh, that, that thing that will uh, let us actually bring more content to you guys uh, and cooler content. Um, maybe eventually even hire a separate editor that's not me. <laughs> that Who knows? Be, that would be <laughs> lovely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we, we're, we're kind of going to be uh, pulling back to two videos a month mm -hmm. just so that we can uh, put a little bit more time into the actual business of Dallas Geek. And uh, in the meantime, uh, we are also going to be uh, putting out a once a month, last Saturday of the month, mm -hmm. live stream. Or Sunday. Hopefully Saturdays. Yeah. Sometimes Sundays, but mostly Saturdays. Right. Uh, where it's going to be a, an actual proper live show mm -hmm. uh, with, you know, scripts and everything. Uh, that are going to be a recap of all the nerdy stuff that's happened uh, over the past month, especially all the stuff that happened uh, here in North Texas, right. and giving a bit of a look forward into the next month to say what is coming up that you need to know about. Right. So um, we're also going to have uh, my soapbox ranting moment. Not that we really need to make too much excuse for that, but no, but we're gonna we have are. we're gonna have an actual segment now, so I actually <laughs> yeah. have a reason to go off kilter and get on my soapbox and screech. The end is nigh. Go figure. Yep. But no, it'll uh, it'll be a lot of fun, and um, we'll even be br attempting to bring on semi-regular guests mm -hmm. uh, to be able to introduce you guys to even more awesome people in the nerdy community around here and uh, get you caught up in all the things you should know. Some some repeat guests as well. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, friends of ours that we really like having on, that you guys seem to like having on. Um, some new people. Some people that we're gonna agree with on a whole lot, some people we're not going to agree with on a whole lot. The Star Wars one's gonna be fun if we can get who I want to get. I'm gonna have a lot of fun <laughs> with that one. Yeah, that's... If you're watching this, you know who you are. Expect my call soon. That'll definitely be something. Uh, that is going to be fun. strong opinions all around. Oh yes. Uh, I don't know if we can do that one live though. It's going to be a lot of f bombs. Uh, well, now that we actually uh, have upgraded our setup with this nifty little stream deck and everything, <gasps> I tell me we can go five second delay. I uh, can go five seconds delay if I can figure out how. Yeah. And the uh, little sensor button. So that'll be a thing. Yeah. You know, be able to try to sensor live. Yeah. Try being the optimal word. Uh, but you don't realize the power that you have given me. I may be regretting this, but we'll see what happens. Oh, you will regret this. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're we're gonna be doing uh, a lot of really cool things, and hopefully, uh, if we can work out a couple of the things that we really want to try to do for this year, uh, we'll be able to bring you guys some awesome content that uh, we have been trying to get for a while but we might actually have a shot this year so we'll see what happens some stuff that we've really wanted to do for a while um, logistics just haven't been there yet but this kind of feels like an all-in kind of year yep. for us 
Yep, you and I have kind of talked about that. We're going to uh, see what happens, but hopefully uh, if things go the way we're hoping, yep. big things coming. And hopefully so. you'll see us at uh, the conventions that you saw us at last year, but there's also maybe one or two that uh, we're going to be putting in press credentials for, so fingers crossed there's one that I really want. Yep. But I'm not going to say it out loud because I want it to be a surprise if we get to go. All right. So, um, with that said, uh, you now know. Good night, everybody. You now know when oh, we're going to be no. posting. You now know when we're going to be going live and how we're going to be doing it. So, let's jump into the actual uh, stream for the day. Yeah. So, what are we talking about today? 2019. A lot of stuff happened. You know a lot the, of nerdy stuff. Did you know the president's getting impeached? There's a lot of nerdy stuff. Not a lot of terrifying things. I mean, I feel like we, you we have, don't we don't need to talk politics. That that's just that that's no. I feel just like no. I feel like you have to be a nerd to know the entire impeachment process. You do, but you have to be insane to talk about it to the internet. Why? The the internet is a rational place where people have sound discussion and nobody gets overly. I'm, I mean, our fans are. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I mean, our fans are mostly. <laughs> the internet is a <laughs> the internet is a cesspool. <laughs> Anyway, you all know who you are. You're all awful people. I don't, actually, don't, don't, don't tempt them. Don't, don't tempt the well, internet. I thought you were gonna say don't demean people by comparing them to people. No, 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 no. We we don't need to tempt the internet. You you start threatening and uh, teasing the internet, they get back at you. We we don't need that. No, it's okay. We have we've been nice to Disney, so everything will be fine. Disney's not the internet. Disney's are you the world, the but it's more not the internet. Than the internet. The crazies on the internet? Yes. I think you underestimate the mouse. I don't. Please don't hurt me, Mr. Mouse. Anyway, anyway yeah. uh, 2019. So, uh, 2019 to, was busy for us. Yeah, to start off with, <laughs> we're going to talk about all the stuff that we actually did uh, for the year, which we didn't really realize how much we had done until we started talking about it. And uh, it was a lot. I mean, technically, we... Our year kind of technically started with a live stream because we did your... We did your 2018 New Year's Eve here at the house mm -hmm. uh, with a bunch of our friends, and like from there, it just kind of snowballed. Yeah, that's actually a really good way to put it. Like <laughs> when we started, when we came up for the idea for like, let's do our 2019 year in review. Like, all right, cool. Let's look at all the stuff that we did. Nah. We're on the phone, and like an hour later, we're just like, holy crap! I can't believe we did all of that stuff. So we're not even going to bother touching on all, all the different live streams that we did last no. year because we did a lot of those, um, and some were successful, others went a little sidetracked. And then, of course, we had the we had the two and a half hour long. You say that sidetracked? I still think that's my favorite live stream that we've ever done, though. The top ten slasher films. Oh, there was a lot of sidetracking on oh, that one, but we'll we'll actually talk about that in a bit. Yeah, uh, that was a. Fun but the one. Uh, the first big event that we actually covered uh, for the year was the Dallas Museum of Art yep. uh, second Thursday with a twist. Uh, they invited us in to be guest speakers for their Star Trek night. No, I mean it was mainly you. Yeah. You did the well, speaking. Yeah, yeah. You did the speaking. I just stood there and looked pretty. Yeah. Did, did a little mini TED talk on yeah. the uh, impact of Star Trek on. Uh, Art modern and culture and yeah, yeah. It, it, was it was dope that was a was really fun. fun that was a really fun having met a lot of cool people yep um we actually ran into somebody 
at Anime Fest, we ran into a couple people that were actually there at the DMA thing. They were like recognized us and were like, oh, hey, you guys did the thing at the DMA. We're like, oh, yeah, we did. Holy yep. crap. Like, that's pretty cool that you recognize us. Yeah. And um, if you haven't actually seen that video, uh, after we're done with uh, the live stream, I will be linking that down in the description below. Uh, so uh, if you're on YouTube, uh, be sure to check that out after the stream or if you're watching this in the repeat, um, just go down now. Uh, but, okay, maybe not now, maybe no. more like after we're, you finish watching this video there and then go. jump there over to, yeah, eh, good anyway. Save. Good save. Uh, no, good we, save. we had a lot of fun though. I uh, had a chance to meet some great people that work over at the museum mm -hmm. um, and just, yeah, it was, it was a great night all around. Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll get to do another one or two of those again this year. Yeah. We'll have to reach out to them. But that was a that was a really fun event. That was a really fun event. If you guys don't do the second Thursdays with a twist, you guys need to. Yeah, so that was back in March. And uh, then our next big event that we did was uh, May 3rd through 5th uh, for Fan, Fan Expo, Expo Dallas. Yep. And uh, we were invited back again yeah. to be... That was crazy, and uh, that that was that was very crazy. They really gave us a lot of access to stuff that I was like, "Why are they doing this?" Well, they um, Why? they gave us <laughs> a lot of access, and there's the potential for even more access uh, if we come back. Fingers crossed. So hopefully, we'll see what happens there. Yeah. But um, yeah, no fan expo, honestly. I know that within the North Texas nerdy community, uh, there are a lot of mixed feelings about big conventions like Fan Expo because you know there's always going to be that mentality of, well, it's the sellout convention because there's so much money there. Uh, honestly, if you are a nerd and just want to see a lot of nerdy things and meet a lot of cool uh, actors uh, that you've seen and yep. other uh, creatives in uh, the nerdy space, it's one of the best around to go check out. There's um, there's something for everybody honestly, at Fan Expo. Yeah. Like that's what's so cool about Literally Fan Expo. something for everybody. It's like it's big enough that like it encompasses everything. Sci-fi, horror, comics, there's tattoo artists. Yeah. Like there is legit anything and everything to do at that convention. Yeah. No, it's it's honestly and it's busy. It's one of my favorite of the year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and depending on uh, what else happening there, it sometimes becomes my favorite of the year. Yeah. So yeah, no, I I think it's as big as it is. It's also one of the conventions that, in my mind, has the most potential to continue to grow and expand into something even more. Right. Um. So yeah, no, I I like it. Yeah. Uh. I was gonna say we were like Christopher Lloyd was literally just walking around at the end of the day. We were like, we were five feet from him. Yeah, uh, we, we did not talk to him because uh, we, we were a little uh, terrified. Yeah, uh, more than Because it's Christopher Lloyd, but um, it yeah. was just awesome. <laughs> that was one of those where I was just like... <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but then moving on from there, uh, the next event uh, was the start of the busy time for us. So uh, end of June was Akon. Um, last year was a bit of a, an odd year for Akon. Uh, we were only able to make it out for one day, uh, but it was held at the, 
uh, over at the uh, no, it's over at Fair Park. That oh, that's right. Yeah, and uh, over on the uh, the fairgrounds. It was, and at, it was it was at Fort Worth the year before. Yeah, and they moved it back to. It, it used yeah, to be yeah, at yeah. Fort Worth for several years, and then came over here uh, due to some behind the scenes issues with the city of Fort Worth and stuff and things, and now they're back in Dallas where they started. Um, right. And while last year. If you attended, it was a bit of a uh, chaotic mess. Cluster? Um, eh, I mean, there's nothing like having an outdoor convention uh, at the end of June um, in, in Texas. In North Texas. Surrounded by nothing but concrete. That That's, yeah. yeah. But um, that's actually been fixed for this year. Uh, they actually made the announcement that it will be held at the uh, K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center. Nice. So, um, I haven't seen if they've released the uh, convention My, uh, map yeah, yet yeah, yeah, yeah. to see how much the convention center they're taking. Yeah. But, but um, it's going to be, I wouldn't be surprised if it's at least as much as Fan Expo takes up. Just because normally they are is, a yeah. massive uh, yeah. convention. Because they usually take up like need. several hotels when yeah. they're downtown, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, they took up uh, for uh, the previous, you know, year before last, and then the year before that, they took up the entire Fort Worth Convention Center, right. the Coliseum, right. uh, for their gaming uh, tournaments, and a decent amount of the Omni uh, Hotel across the street. Right. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they took up just as much as Fan Expo or, or more. But uh, yeah, we shall see. It'll be interesting. But we shall see. Um, yeah, so. Can't really say too much about Acon since we were only there for one, one day, day yeah. but it was fun. They had some uh, different kind of things there than what you would, would normally see at a lot of the other conventions. Uh, my favorite, which you missed out on, was um, sword fighting. Huh. Like four on four sword fighting. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, they they, uh, they had the... Uh, Nerds. Got it. Yeah. Like uh, They had uh, the giant foam... Um, Weapons, oh, uh, were different types, yeah, 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 okay. and it was a battle royale, and they roped off space where people got to beat the crap out of each other, and uh, it was awesome. See, if this was in 2019 and everybody wasn't so hypersensitive, they would have given them real swords. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> and you know, people would have jumped in on that too. Oh yeah, no, uh, that yeah. But uh, they, they had a uh, lot of cool stuff. Uh, they had a full arcade there. They had uh, a massive tabletop space. Um, just so many cool things. Yep. Um, but then uh, after that, we had a bit of a smaller event that we covered, we which was the Magic the Gathering pre-release over at Docs Comics and Games. Yeah. Which, uh, if you have never been to Docs up in Fort, uh, up in uh, Frisco. You just about to say Fort Worth? Uh, nope, nope, definitely not. Uh, uh, up in Frisco, um, it is really fun. It's, yes. a, it's a nice uh, little niche uh, comic and game shop uh, that is just behind the Stonebriar Mall. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, uh, honestly... Like they do everything. Magic Nights, yeah. Pokemon Nights, Yu-Gi-Oh! Nights. They have comics, comic release nights. Fantastic um, staff. D&D nights. The staff is awesome. Yeah, uh, incredibly knowledgeable staff. Yeah, like anytime I go in there to pick my comics up or just peruse, like I'm always in there for a good like 30 minutes to an hour just kind of yucking it up and talking with them. Oh yeah, and of course Doc 
uh, is just fun. Uh, the the, yes. the guy that owns the store, uh, if you get the chance to talk to him, which if he's in store, you usually can. Yeah, but say he will uh, be he will be everywhere, running he, around talking to everybody. He's definitely the kind of guy that you, you can tell just from one conversation. He loves what he does, and yeah. uh, it, it's great that he's getting to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that it docks is the kind of comic store that we need more of. Yes. Because it's the kind of store that really invites uh, the yes. experienced uh, fans and the newbies to try mm. any of it. Yeah, the environment's fantastic. Um, it's very open and welcoming. Like when you go in there, like you're not gonna feel out of place. Like everybody, like when we were in there doing our thing, people were just like randomly coming up and talking to us. She's like, "Oh, what are you guys doing? Like, what are you, what are you filming for?" Um, like, "Oh, you guys have a show." Blah 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 blah. And then it just turned into like when we got off camera and just started talking with everybody. It's like, "What are you guys reading? Like, what do you do for hobbies? Like, do you play? Do you do this? Do you do that?" Yeah. Like, "Oh yeah, you guys should come up because we do like instructional nights on these nights where you can actually come and learn to play the game." Which is actually something that I am very impressed by. Uh, not enough. Store, uh, game stores actually have the opportunity to yeah. learn the games. Plenty of them will host games, right. but that opportunity to actually come and the whole night's just for learning about yeah. that game uh, and trying out the different things that they have, uh, that there's not enough of. And I, I greatly appreciate that, especially because they have that for not just Magic, but for D&D. They have that for oh, Pokemon. Oh, which, which, which? I I finally started playing D and D. Now I need to actually start. My first role. I I yes I know I I, I need to. As like I Kyla really freaks out over that. <laughs> um, yeah. So my first role was a Matt one. That seems terribly that was, appropriate. That was dope. Um, <laughs> my next role was a Matt twenty. Yeah. Sure. So it was literally like uh, Kyla was our DM and she was like, cool, so you rolled a nat one trying to jump behind this uh, this uh, this stand for cover, so you trip and fall and hit your head and take two damage. I was like, what? What kind of crap is this? She's like, well, that's what happens when you roll a nat one. And then so my next turn comes up and I roll a nat 20 after I say that I basically want to pop out from cover and shoot this dude in the face. I was like, yeah, I want to shoot him in the face. Roll the nat 20. She's like, cool, so you hit him directly in the eye. <laughs> and he took... Okay, well, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we got... Uh... Was it Liza? Oh, Liza. Boardwalk. So, yeah, Boardwalk uh, over in Addison. Yeah. Fun place. Uh, and then uh, Common, Common Ground Games. Games. Cool. Yeah, no, uh, there there are a few uh, great places around, but uh, I mean, there's always room for uh, more. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, Just and any, honestly, it, it is up. a little bit sad uh, to me that generally comic and game stores, from a financial standpoint, are one of the more difficult businesses that you can have in a yeah. place as big as this, um, because. 
our community needs more places to be able to go and experience that type of community. Yeah. Uh, that's what I say. It's all about yeah. growing the community. Yeah. That, that's why uh, I, for one, will always be up for uh, plugging all the great places just so that people can keep paying attention to them. Yeah, for sure. So. Uh, Especially if we if we have good experiences there. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, so the next, uh, so that was on July 6th, uh, and then right after that, uh, we, over at uh, July 27th and 28th, we went to the Galactic Swag Expo over in Arlington. Yes. And that was... That was the one that was at the... The, the, the eSports Sports Arena. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was, uh, that was a new one for us. Um, it was a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely... It's a newer convention that is still going through its growing pains, still trying to figure out what it wants to be when it grows up, yeah. and uh, we'll have a few bumps along the way, but for the most part, uh, they're headed uh, they're headed in the right direction, right. and um, they have been able to get quite a few good guests and yeah. uh some very interesting attractions yes so yeah yeah that was a really cool yeah. like you said it's a newer one it was kind of a little bit smaller but i mean we literally got to talk to like everybody that yeah. was there like that's not an exaggeration we got to talk to everybody that was there it was um, awesome and we'll actually come back to that here in a minute uh-huh because somebody that we met there we got to do uh another thing with later yeah that was pretty cool um, but yeah, uh, that was actually a convention that um, Scarlet Muse cosplay and B Charlotte D uh, both got us into. Uh, they got any other one would stop harassing us all weekend. Jesus, so yeah, uh, we're actually really glad though that they both mentioned it because yeah. it was a it was lot a really of fun. fun experience. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, so then, uh, after that, we did another event over at Docs. Docs. Uh, that was on July 31st. Yeah, that was a that was a new comic Wednesday. Yep. So we had new comic releases, and then they also talked about because I think if I'm not mistaken, if I remember right, I think House of X and Powers of Ten, the X Men crossover, it just started or was about to hit. Uh, just started. Yeah, I think they were like issue. I think they were into issue one or two of each of them. Already one for each, yeah. and uh, they were getting ready to release. Two, I think. DC had Event Leviathan going yep. on, and then there was a bunch of other really good comics that were coming out around the time. Deceased uh, had just started, right. and um, a, a lot of stuff. Yeah, like a lot, a lot. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, really enjoyed uh, just getting to sit down with Doc and yep. uh, uh, go through all of the cool things that were uh, new releases and get his take on everything yeah so especially the the new games that had just come out but yeah because we did a lot on tabletop games for that yeah yeah uh so then after that uh back to the galactic swag expo uh one of the guests that we got to meet there uh didn't really have a chance to interview her at the convention but we got in uh contact with her was Gigi edgley uh, she is awesome. Uh, so, for those of you that ever watched the show Farscape on Sci-Fi, uh, she was the alien crew member Chiana. Um, for those of you who have not seen Farscape, shame on you. Uh, it is one of the best cheesy sci-fi shows uh, from the early 2000s, and uh, you need to go see it. 
I just remember I was off with one of our friends, Chris, looking at something, talking to somebody, and I bump back into you. You're like, cool, I just got GTA to this phone number. We're going to set something up for later in the month. I was like, what? Hmm? Like, we're allowed to do that? What? And then the next thing I know is I'm over here while you're on a work trip. Like, you are walking me through literally, okay, so if this doesn't work, this is how you're going to try to cancel that out by doing this, like, to get it set up so that we could basically Skype interview her and her brother Jake. Yeah, so this was uh, the first Skype interview that we've ever done, and it was also the uh, biggest thing all year that had the uh, the most chance of going wrong, because so I found out... I had to do everything. Yeah. I found out a little bit late that the same day that we are going to be doing the interview, I was going to be literally out of the country for my day job. So that didn't go well. I uh, thought I did fine. No, no, my part. Oh, okay. Uh, but hey, you pulled it off, and it actually turned out to be one of the best interviews we, that we did all year. I come in clutch when I need to. Yeah. So, uh, no, we, we had a chance to interview Gigi and her brother Jake, and uh, they were getting ready to go on a big musical tour for this summer. Uh, and where, and where, did it, where did it end? Dragon uh, Con. Yes, thank you. Over at Atlanta. Yeah, that's right. Yes, and Kyla, you did help a lot with that, so thank you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, so that was awesome. Um, once again, we'll be linking that down in the description below over on YouTube. If you have not seen it, uh, check it out after we're done here. Uh, yeah. So then we, uh, real quick, we did the Let's Play Gaming Expo, which was a lot of fun. You missed out. I did. I did the year before. That was a lot of fun. I missed out. This was the one... Um, over in uh, Las Colinas. Right, but this was that weekend that for God knows whatever reason, like, I broke out in hives out of nowhere. Like, that morning that we were supposed to get together, I wake up and I get out of the shower and I just look and I'm just, like, covered. I was like, hey man, so not gonna make it. <laughs> Very smooth. No. Uh, no, I had to go get, like, two steroid shots no. and, like, was popping antihistamines oh. just so I go back to work two days later. But uh, we got a chance to interview just about every voice actor that was there right. because they were doing the special anniversary event for Borderlands. Uh, they were also doing a special uh, anniversary event for the movie The Wizard. Mm -hmm. And they were also doing a special uh, anniversary event for um, uh, um, 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 Rampage. Yeah. So it was so awesome. Uh, no, we, we got to do a lot there, and uh, there's actually still content that we are putting out from that. In fact, from the Let's Play Gaming Expo to the end of the year, there's still interviews from just about every one of those events that are still coming out because uh, it, we just got so much. Like, we, we literally overdid it on content. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which, yeah. we'll, which we'll learn for for this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but uh, then after that was Anime Fest. Uh, so that was August seven, uh, 17th and 18th. That was my first one. And yeah, I went there last year. You went uh, there for the first time this year. Or 19, 2019. Yeah. So last year, technically. Year. Officially. Uh, and it was It was a lot awesome. of fun. It was hectic. Yeah, so uh, for anybody that thinks that anime or a con is too big and uh, just too 
much in general for them, but still wants to be able to have that really fun anime experience. Anime Fest, honestly, is uh, the convention that I personally would recommend, just because it's a lot easier to dive into the anime community uh, at Anime Fest. So I thought it was crazy that the first time we went to Fan Expo, they had the big like cosplay is not consent banners. And then I saw the... The blue person. The blue person at Anime Fest, that's the cutout, that literally shows the point of your body that you have to have covered. In detail. Yeah. Yeah, like they gave detailed descriptions next to, uh, yeah. next to it saying like, uh, I didn't think, uh, I did how not, much was required as the minimum. I did not think I would read no underboob showing at a convention. Oh yeah. No, it, it was... It's definitely one of the uh, the more heavily mocked aspects of the convention. And really, what does this country come to when you can't show an when you can't show underboob at a convention? Well, to be fair, during the daytime, Anime Fest is a family event. After dark, okay, different story. Yeah, that's true. So um, we, we did leave. Yeah. Because you know, we it's still not sleep. quite Dragon Con levels of uh, openness after dark, but it's close enough. Yes. Uh, yeah. So. That was awesome. Uh, had a lot of fun with our friends there. Yes. Uh, eventually, you'll get to see a bit of the chaos the, that the happened. Drunken tire hours. Jesus. Yeah. There, there was there was a lot of chaos that happened after hours just because we could. Um, so eventually, you'll get to see that. Uh, yeah. And um, hopefully more. Thank under you, D and Lars, yes. for that because uh, yeah. And hopefully more underboot next year. This year. This year? This year. Anyway. Uh, you can edit that in post, right? <laughs> uh, and then we had the Dallas Public Library Creative Spaces opening uh, on September right. 14th, which uh, was another surprise event for us. Uh, the Dallas Public Library's downtown branch reached out to us uh, to do a live show um, in one of their new spaces that they were opening up for digital creators, mm -hmm. uh, which was awesome. And um, while we didn't get to actually live stream it because the internet uh, connection there wasn't as great as we needed it to be, uh, we did have a live audience. Yes. And yeah, which uh, was cool. Yeah. Took questions was, from the live awesome. audience, have interactions. Um, that was a really dope experience because that was like because a couple of the librarians were like, yeah, we listen to you guys regularly and like we wanted like y'all were our only choice to come on and do this. Yeah, it turns out uh, during the course of their research trying to find some local podcasters uh, to bring in, uh, a few of their librarians became fans of ours and just and had to have us. And we're still not sure why. I mean, we, we can be fun and charming when we want to. Sort of. So the impeachment process. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, okay, so then after that, uh, we did Dallas Fan Days, mm -hmm. which uh, was the last big event that we covered. Right. Um, that still has a ton of content that we are yeah, putting that was, out. That was that second to last weekend <coughs> in October, if I remember right. Yeah. Uh, or second to last weekend in October. That was, that was busier than we were expecting. Um, yeah. So... So much got crammed into that weekend, uh, but we had a lot of fun. Uh, we uh, we got to meet a lot more people than uh, we were expecting. expecting yeah, and yeah. we debuted a new segment for our interviews, which hopefully we will carry over. It'll be nice. Yeah. yeah. 
the hell did we call it again? Lightning round. There we go. Thank you. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, no, we we got to. Yeah, you guys are going to enjoy those interviews. In fact, uh, one of the interviews from that convention is actually going to be the next video that gets posted uh, for this coming Friday, which was Marla's interview. Ah. Yeah. That was a good one. It was It was so much fun. Uh, I do want to go back to the lightning round. That was my baby. I came up with it. You're welcome. And you're welcome, world. So, uh... But, uh that, then, that, uh... That whole segment gave us one of the greatest questions ever. Which we will save for you to see because we do not want I that just, to be spoiled. I learned what kind of horrible people there are in the world. Horrible. I personally thought awesome, but hey, whatever. Yeah. Um, so then the last big thing that we did for the year was the best slasher films of all time, which was a live stream that we did with uh, our buddy David, mm -hmm. uh, which was the thing that went... And, what, you know, what's, and what's the name of two David? hours plus? What's the name of David's show? Uh, that would be. Um, I should know this. The last call. The last call. Thank you. It's sports, pop culture, that kind of stuff. Go, uh, go listen if you're not. It's a really good. It's a really good listen, and he is one of our very good friends. I mean, I can't recommend the sports part of it, but I can always recommend David's part because we know you can't. You know, play real David's sports awesome. growing up. It's fine. Marching band and swimming aren't sports. Yes. Hashtag shots fired. Hashtag deal with it. Anyway, moving on to... Uh, because we've gone over time for this section of Kind of uh, like how we went over for the well. top ten slasher films. <clears throat> uh, so next up, uh, very, very quickly, so we can save time. Yeah. Uh, the... We would be remiss in talking about 2019 if we did not talk about... Uh, our opinions on the best moments in nerdy cinema. Correct. Uh, and once again, this is our opinion because uh, we have other jobs and lives and families and we didn't have a chance to see everything. So unfortunately, we cannot give a definitive list. Um, and so if there is a movie that, uh, or movie moment that we leave off this that you think deserves to be on it, uh, don't blame us. We'll, we'll probably get around to it eventually. Or you can um, put it in the comments and we can go back and take a look at it. That would be helpful. Uh, but to start off with, uh, the big movies that absolutely have to be pointed out was Glass. The much-anticipated sequel of um, M. Night Shyamalan's uh, Unbreakable was, Now trilogy. Yeah, I was about to say it was the, the conclusion and the sequel to uh, Split, which was a surprise sequel to Unbreakable. Yeah, it uh, was... Spoilers, by the way. But, I don't know, it's been three years. Uh, yeah, at years. this point, I, I feel um, like the spoiler warning is lifted on that one. Yeah. Um, M. Night basically made his comic book movie. He made his comic book universe. Which was well done. Uh, uh, well, yes. Split was well done. Glass, I thought, was just okay. Uh, there were things that could have been improved with just pacing. But honestly... I don't have that big of a problem with it. No. I, I think it was still a good movie, and uh, it was a massive accomplishment uh, for his library of work. I loved Glass. Like, Glass signified that he is back, and he can basically do whatever the hell he wants. Um, then, of course, there was Alita Battle Angel, which uh, you want to talk about a massive feat of uh, technology for modern cinema. Uh, 
it wasn't the same kind of leaps and bounds improvements that Avatar was when it first came out, but some of the things that they did in order to make Alita the movie yeah. it was did still drastically push forward uh, CGI technology no, and quality. Isn't that weird that Cameron produced this one? Yeah. No, no, it, it was, was... He wanted to direct it, but yeah. he just couldn't fit it in, so Robert Rodriguez did it, which I really liked Alita. Like, I really liked it. Uh, then, of course, there was the third, How to Train Your Dragon, uh, The Hidden World. Um, I still need to see it. I have it in the plastic still on my dresser. Like, I, I, I need to sit down and watch it, because I loved the first two. But Oh, yeah. But, I mean, honestly, we could not... But I don't We wanna... could not do this list without mentioning it, just because yeah. the How to Train Your Dragon franchise overall has been it's so been fantastic. really good. Uh, the... But I don't want to cry uh, like a, the yeah. official. I think official conclusion to the franchise. As far as I, yeah, as far as we know, this was like that, it was billed as the final movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it's honestly, uh, yeah, it, it it needs to be. Mentioned. I just don't, I don't want to cry like a bitch, and I know I'm going to. Oh, I, I almost definitely <laughs> will too. Uh, but then uh, there was the first Marvel uh, outing for the year, which was Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. um, Okay, movie. Honestly, I liked it. Uh, it it was the weakest contribution to Phase Three, but yes. considering all of the great movies that were part of Phase Three, that is kind of a hard thing to say that weakest actually means bad. And let's be uh, real, I don't necessarily know if it had that big of a shot with what was to come. Yeah, and honestly, the only complaint I have about it uh, is. The direction in the movie, you could definitely tell yeah. that if you if you are a fan of cinematography, uh, you could tell yeah. that the director on this movie was very green and uh, <laughs> inexperienced with this type of production. Yeah. Um, because there were a lot of very simple, very basic camera setups yeah. that didn't necessarily fit the action on screen. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, I thought the writing was okay. Uh, I, I thought it was a fun addition to the lore, yeah. and I was just glad to finally see Captain Marvel brought in because there's a lot that can be done with that character, so yeah. it, was, it was good. Um, then, of course, the original Captain Marvel, whose name had to be changed because of copyright issues back in the day. His uh, name is Shazam, Shazam. sir. Uh, so that was... That was the first big win for DC outside of uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, like, it was... It was the... It was the second movie to uh, prove a pattern that DC was finally starting to figure god, it out. I remember you and me seeing the first trailer and like, god, this could be so bad if it takes itself too seriously. And thankfully it didn't. Like, it was really fun, it was really goofy, but like, I mean, there were serious moments. Yeah. But like, it was, it, dude, it, it felt like, a, the first reviews that I remember reading were like, it's big with superheroes. And I watched it and halfway through, I was like, holy crap, like, it is big with superheroes. Like, this is great. Yeah. Honestly, I will watch anything that Zachary Le Levi's in. Uh, I've been a fan of his since Chuck, yeah. and it's just, I think he's a fantastic actor. Um, 
I think he can do just about any kind of acting he wants. I loved him in season two of Mrs. Maisel. Uh, you know, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel uh, on Amazon. Go see it if you haven't already. Awesome show. But, uh, yeah, I, I'll watch anything he's in. I, I think he's great. And good job on him for taking this role. Do you know the, uh, the, the, the gods that make up the acronym Shazam? Do we have time to go over that? Can you do it real quick? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I'm less versed in Shazam's lore than some of the other DC characters. It's a thing, uh, and I know I still need to watch the movie all the way through. Uh, I've only seen bits and pieces online because timing. But, yeah. Uh, then, of course, Avengers Endgame, which... I'll tell you I'm off camera. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Just... There's not enough time for us to do a proper analysis on this, no. but it was it was 11 years, 22 movies in the making. It was the build up to an event. Um, a lot of people complained that it was just fan service. Yeah. I don't care. Now, honestly, it was a coherent story. It still told a really good story. So what if there was fan service in there? Honestly, this is when for taken, the fans. When taken uh, in conjunction with uh, Avengers Infinity War, uh, those two movies created what was the perfect, in my mind, the perfect uh, comic, big comic book event brought to the screen. Th this was... Like, it, it felt like it had all the right beats, it had all the right imagery, it had all the right uh, everything. And uh, the fact that... Just like with Infinity War, Endgame brought in the directors of each of the individual yep. uh, superhero movies to help advise and direct the scenes with their characters. Uh, it just goes back to show that there is there's a lot of heart uh, in Marvel uh, Studios, and there is a lot of thought that's gone into uh, the storytelling. This is the first time that I like went into a movie like like this is an event yeah like and i'm and there have been other movies like epics and and that kind of stuff but this was the first one that like you had a decades plus build to a singular movie yeah and it was it was worth the wait for me. oh god it was absolutely. absolutely worth the wait for me like i remember not reading any spoilers i remember which I was left, so hard i left work early like i should have told people i was like my phone's off. Don't call me. Don't. I am dead to the world as soon as I walk into that theater. Yeah. And I threatened to beat the living hell out of a couple of 14-year-olds because they're texting and their phones were going off before the movie started. And I was just like, all right, buddy, let's, let's you and me have a little talk. Yeah. So then uh, after Avengers Endgame, there was Detective Pikachu, which uh, turned out a lot better than I think just about anybody was expecting. It was... Uh, there was a lot of there's a lot of wariness. Yet, no, okay. but we watched it the other night. Yeah, there uh, there's a lot of wariness going into that movie. Like a lot. It was lot the first live action Pokemon attempt, and it was like, oh, this could be really bad. This could be really bad. This could be really bad. And then like halfway through, we're sitting there looking at each other, like, this is really good. Like this is a lot of fun. Like this is like dope. And then you get to the end, and you're like. Okay, I just watched Mewtwo basically completely and totally rip apart, like, an entire downtown city. I'm okay with this. And the fact that they brought in Ryan Reynolds uh, to voice, voice Pikachu, Pikachu. Uh, I mean, 
obviously his success with Deadpool was a massive contributing factor to them choosing right. him. But at the same time, uh, I'm okay with this. Right. Uh, once again, Ryan Reynolds is somebody that I will never have a problem with whatever they choose to cast him as in whatever. Uh, I'm good getting more Ryan Reynolds. Right. Uh, I don't know if the world can have enough Ryan Reynolds. I don't think it's possible. No. As long as uh, we don't end up having a repeat of uh, Green Lantern, I think we're okay. Or Blade Trinity. Although, to be fair, he was one of the best parts of that movie. So, yeah, I mean, we don't. Yeah, that was. Oof. Still. He, he didn't have much to work with. Still one of my favorite insults of all time. Hmm? We we don't we, we we don't need to talk about that. We we, we don't need to talk about uh, the X Men Origins. There's no need. <clears throat> the movie that uh, bombed so hard, the uh, idea to have multiple origin movies just died uh, from Fox. Yeah, don't don't need to talk. Although about that. although we can say thank you for X Men Origins Wolverine because I don't think we get first class or Days of Future Past without that movie. True. That's true. Uh, and of course, uh, John Wick 3. God, the John Wick movies are so fun. <laughs> it's just Keanu Reeves murdering people for two hours. It which, is the best. Which, what more What more do you need out of your movie? You Honestly, don't. Uh, the, granted, I, I think Keanu Reeves is, uh, has really come into his own acting-wise for just about all the genres that he wants to do, but lately... Uh, his action movies have been top notch. They're uh, so fun. Although his comedy actually works out very well. Yes, it does. Uh, I'm blanking on the name of the movie, but uh, did you see the uh, that movie on Netflix uh, that Ali Wong did? Uh, his yeah. part there was just. And we're finally yeah. getting, we're finally gonna get Bill and Ted three. Yeah. So we'll see how that is. That's John one I'm, I'm a little concerned about just because of how long it's been, but. I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. No. Um, then we had Spider-Man Far From Home, the second Spider-Man edition in the MCU. Uh, the last Spider-Man movie that came out prior to the big uh, knockdown dragout that may have been staged between Sony and Disney. We'll see. Um, I blame Sony. Well. I, I blame all parties involved on that I, one, but no blame goes to Disney. I blame Sony. Uh, but I mean, it was a it was a fantastic movie. Uh, we've already talked about uh, this in a review already, so we're not gonna spend too much time on it. But uh, overall, um, liked what they did with the characters. I thought I it loved was Gyllenhaal. So it was a little sad that Ned didn't get enough screen time, in my opinion. But what screen time he did get was fantastic. I just I got to see Jake Gyllenhaal in a Marvel movie, especially Which after all those totally years, worth it. after all those years where he supposed he was supposed to take over in Spider-Man Two after Toby busted his back up filming Seabiscuit, but then Toby was able to tough it out and give us Spider-Man Two. Totally worth it. God, yes, it was. But um, yeah, no, it, it, that was he has actually become my favorite uh, MCU villain, uh, honestly. Mine's still Iron Man. 
We definitely don't have time to get into that debate. Um, uh, but <laughs> real quick before we move on, I really like the emotional weight that they let him play with in Far From Home. Like, the character did a lot of growing. Yeah. Like, he wasn't just this kid anymore. Like, he's a kid, but it was like he... You, you, you saw finally him. felt the emotional yeah. weight of everything that he was taking on. Yeah. And uh, one of my top five favorite cameos uh, in the MCU at the end. Ah, yes. J. Jonah Jameson's back. Yes. And seriously. Spider-Verse confirmed? What more could you ask for, honestly? I want a Spider-Verse. I want Toby on the big screen again. Speaking of Spider-Verse, they just announced studies that they're doing in Spider-Verse 2. That's what my face was for. Oh, the animated? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they better. Yeah, I right. mean, the first one was so awesome. Right. Uh, but yeah, so then uh, there was uh, Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Hollywood. Um, It Chapter 2. Uh, so good. It Chapter 2 was fantastic. Joker, which... I still really, really like. Yeah, um, Joaquin's probably going to get an Oscar for it, let's be real. He already got a Golden Globe for it, right. and honestly, uh, it was well earned. Um, there was stuff that I really liked in it, there was stuff that I was just very meh about, yeah. if we're being honest. I will say that, for me, the thing that won me over on that movie is the fact that, from start to finish, uh, while watching that movie, I felt just incredibly uncomfortable uh, watching just everything that was happening uh, to Walking uh, Phoenix's character, uh, to him, with him, like all of it. I I don't usually get like very openly uncomfortable watching uh, scenes in movies, uh, especially not that prolonged. But that movie I did and that of, that was one of the yeah. best things I could have walked away feeling because that's exactly what, what they're going they, for, yeah. sh they were trying to get you to feel right I, I loved it but uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, then there was Frozen 2 because of course there was uh, it wasn't as good as the first one still fun <laughs> music wasn't as good as the first one I didn't think but I really liked it don't give me that look nothing beats let it go and then there was... <laughs> what about your 1980s rock ballad? Oh, God, that was so great, though. But yeah, they had they had an 80s rock ballad in it, like music video-style rock ballad. Of course it did. It was greatness. Of course. And uh, then we get to the big one. Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. I know this is going to push us uh, over time for this section, because we already are. Uh, so much for 15 minutes on yeah. movies. But uh, we, blame you. we need to spend at least a couple minutes talking about this one. Um... Okay, so do we? Okay, so do we want to? I I feel like we can do an entire hour on this one movie. We can. So we're gonna need to keep this incredibly uh, brief because we we just need to do an actual video yeah, on this. Agreed. Uh, but the highlights are essentially. I thought it was an okay movie, uh, but. Due to the complicated nature of the storytelling uh, issues, we'll say, between Force Awakens and Last Jedi, uh, when Rise of Skywalker came in, it had a bigger job to 
do for a single movie than any movie of any length could have ever accomplished. It, and honestly, yeah. I, I really wish they had come back and been willing to say, we're gonna split this up into two movies, so this is no longer a trilogy, but it's needed to help things make sense. Yeah. Um, because the first half of the movie, they just rushed through a lot of backstory that had to be put in to help make up for the lack of that backstory being in The Last Jedi. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of technically good cinematic things that happened with The Last Jedi, but to, regarding the overall story arc, I think looking back, it was the biggest hindrance, and now we saw what that resulted in. Especially because the studio was so stuck on the fact that this had to be a trilogy. If it didn't have to be a trilogy, and they could have added, uh, made this uh, into maybe. two movies, maybe even another movie... three movies, and made it, uh, you know, a four or five movie arc, then maybe it could have been different. So Rise of Skywalker felt like it was trying to be two movies at once. Um, and like, there, we can do an entire hour on this, like, so I'm just... I don't think God, how do I want to say this? Uh look, no for, cursing. Yeah, right. Look, for everything that happened with this new trilogy, um and and people have been crapping all over JJ Abrams and Disney and and this and that. Um hot take. I still think this is better than anything that Lucas has done with Star Wars in the last 30 years, and that includes the prequel trilogy, and that includes Revenge of the Sith. How dare you? I know. Revenge of the Sith was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, very wooden acting, uh, just like all the prequels, mm -hmm. but it was still a fantastic movie. Was it? Yes. Was it really? As a movie? Yes. Okay. I... You and I, I will, will defend the cinematography on that movie. I will defend the fight choreography as some of the best lightsaber uh, choreography in the entire franchise. Uh, I will uh, defend the story uh, because it was actually a well thought through way to end that trilogy. Um, was the dialogue really rough and clunky? Yeah. Uh, was the chemistry between the leads non-existent uh, yes yeah was that absolutely george's fault kind of yeah because it's really hard to be able to get emotion from very method actors if there is no set that they are playing to um which honestly now seeing what scorsese did uh with the irishman and how he was able to do all the cgi for that without forcing the actors to work in a CG environment. Yep. Um, I just, yeah, I, 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 I have issues with it, but whatever. I just, I will say, uh, we need to do a video just for it by itself because I have way too much to say. Yeah. Okay. So then, uh... Wait, no, no, no. Go back. Go back. Go back. Did she say what I just... Yes, she did. 
Liza, thank you. Cool. I, yeah. So I hate that argument because that essentially means that creators cannot be criticized when they make crap. George Lucas for 30 years sat on his hands and, and basically let other creators make the expanded universe and make better stuff. And then when he came back to Star Wars and made the prequel trilogy, he made crap. Yeah, this is definitely going to be a longer conversation. Uh, so we're, we're going to come back to this later. Uh, <coughs> so uh, <coughs> doing the abbreviated version of what we were going to talk about, uh, the last topic for the day, the top moments in nerdy entertainment or nerdy adjacent entertainment. Um, we have to start off with the obvious. Disney Plus and everybody's favorite meme no um, Disney now officially pretty much rules the world at this point kind of yeah let's be real Disney for Plus, better or worse Disney Plus owns half of Hulu just bought 20th Century Fox sorry 20th Century Studios because Fox is dead now Fox is dead long live the mouse but yeah the I... Fox is dead and the mouse is standing over his carcass but yeah, no, it, it was, Disney Plus it has a lot of potential, and I honestly like the fact that it is a, it's the first streaming service to break from the norm of the rest of them yes. uh, with their release schedules, and, and they're, uh, they're willing to, the to go back to the weekly yeah. rather than uh, the binge release. Um, I appreciate that. Yep. And... Honestly, the more comparisons I've heard to uh, the level of attention that The Mandalorian got for its season because of his release schedule compared to the attention that uh, the third season of uh, Stranger Things got uh, because of its release schedule. Season three was amazing. I, I understand and appreciate more Disney's decision. Because if you think about it, while Stranger Things was a great uh, series, half the people that were going to watch it binged it within a week or weekend. Mm -hmm. and Yes, I did. So conversation about it ended up fizzling off by a month later, whereas The Mandalorian was getting released for over a month. True. And the conversation still going on about it. Very true. So it's, yeah, it's, it's really hard to argue with it because they they proved their point uh, just based on conversations. Now it'll be interesting to see they're going to need more original content to keep the life of Disney Plus going. Yes. Especially since they're also fighting with other streaming services about who has the rights for what and blah 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 blah. Um, but yeah. it's a pretty promising start. Like it's a very promising start. Yeah. So speaking of Streaming services in general. Uh, this year we saw so many of them. Well, we also saw, we, we not just saw so many of them start, we saw so many of them announced for the future. And we saw changes to the ones that have been around. Um, like we saw uh, Netflix actually putting effort into uh, placing some of their original movies in theaters. Right. We saw uh, Hulu actually putting out more new original content right. that was getting 
like critical attention. Right. We saw Amazon Prime putting out content that was getting some massive names involved. Uh, we, hell, we even saw uh, the announcement of um, NBC has uh, the their own that was just announced. We, NBC we announced saw the Peacock. Apple's um, uh, Apple, Apple TV, TV. Uh, announced a mass HBO, of new content. HBO Max is coming. HBO Max is coming. Uh, um, and then of course, um, CBS Plus. And the now officially failed DC Universe, uh, which is DC being TV. rolled into uh, HBO Max. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Now that lasted all of a year. But. Good job, Warner Brothers. They have actually put out some good content on it. Young Justice Season 3. And apparently Doom Patrol, which I still need to watch. Doom Patrol's really, yeah. From what I understand, Doom Patrol's really good. But Titans wasn't. I continued to hear that Titans is uh, yet again still considered the bottom of the barrel. It's for trying to It's trying too hard to be cool and edgy, which but. it's the TV equivalent of the Justice League movie. It's proof that when Warner Brothers tries to have too much influence over how that uh, narrative is shaped, yeah. that is going to fail. Yep. Agreed. So, um, but yeah, now streaming services have been a big thing. It's getting a little annoying having to pay for another streaming service and then another one and another one. And it'll be really interesting to see if this brings back cable. So I don't think it's going to bring back like cable proper. I think it's going to bring back the online equivalent. Um, so here's the with thing: packages between uh, different streaming services. Well, so like when they actually break down, like if you're buying all of these streaming services, like you are literally paying almost double than what you would for cable. It's it's so. just really frustrating that the original Netflix model of being the third-party service that uh, caters to all the other content uh, has fallen to the wayside because studios. Uh, got too greedy and just mm -hmm. couldn't accept that they weren't the ones getting 100% of the profits. Yeah. And it's it's just frustrating as a consumer. But for the amount of content that we're getting, uh, I think that as a consumer of this content, this may have been the best year for new original content that we've ever had. Yeah. Movies, TV shows, uh, all of it. Yeah. So. Uh, and then, of course, don't forget the push for YouTube TV that, uh, you know, YouTube Premium got rebranded as, and it became all a thing. I agree. Uh, Kyla, I agree. Then, of course, there was the Fox acquisition by um, Disney, which... The Fox is dead. Long live the mouse. For better or worse, it's happening. And I will say for better or worse, because I do understand the business argument against Disney owning everything. I do. Uh, I even understand the creative argument against it. I don't. 20th Century Fox has been putting out crap for a while. Well, no. I, I, I understand the creative argument against a mass consolidation of uh, the major studios, uh, which now will, by its very nature limit the amount of creativity that is happening and diversity within the creativity. I mean, that's true. Uh, I, I get it, but... That's true, but... At the same time, so far they haven't really disappointed, 
with what they're doing nope. and as long as they are willing to continue to uphold the uh, responsibility that they have taken on by taking all of this content, all of this creativity uh, under their umbrella, uh, as long as they take that seriously, I, I'm i okay with it for now. I agree. But uh, I agree. I speak no ill words of the mouse. Well, long live the mouse. We we don't have a uh, we don't have enough clout to uh, speak ill of the mouse publicly. That that's just not happening. No. So we don't speak ill of the mouse. Hi, <laughs> Lars. Disney's always been the empire. Uh, well, yeah. Long live the empire, then. Not gonna hear me talk about it, the mouse. And yes, we absolutely do need to hang out more. Agreed. Uh, but yeah, so what else? What else is next? There was oh the blizzard backlash. So do we get to talk politics now? <laughs> so this does need to become a, a bit of a its own video thing as well. So uh, esports <laughs> and uh, blizzards decision to try to placate China and uh, at the I mean, the admonishment of Hong Kong. I mean, the NBA did it too, so we can't really say anything. Looking at you, LeBron, you punk. We're, we're, we're not getting into the specifics about uh, the politics behind it. So let's just say the it, got, fact that it got very messy. The fact that we have a major game developer uh, go out and trying to take a political stance uh, against the political stance of one of its biggest uh, now they gamers. argue they argue that they don't let people use their platforms for political stances no matter what. But still, this was it. It was a bad call on their part. <laughs> the optics of it were really bad. <laughs> it was a bad call on their part uh, when they took away the prize money. Yes, because it's one thing to say that. As an organization, we do not want uh, the winners or the players in our tournament, whatever, to be stating their political opinions right. through our tournament. Right. That's fine. Uh, honestly, that is their prerogative. Um, however, the second that organization then tries to take away properly earned prize money because an opinion was stated rather than simply... Uh, barring them from future competition, that's where a line has been crossed because that prize money was earned. Yep. Uh, and you can't just do whatever you want with their money. Apparently they can. Well, they gave it back. I know. But still, that that's where Blizzard crossed the line uh, for a lot of people. Like, if they had just said that we do not want you to be spreading your political opinions, regardless of what they are, uh, through our tournaments, I don't think as many people would have had a problem with it. Yeah. I think it's the second they took that prize money, that's when they shot themselves in the foot. And even though they are at an all-time high for their public relations right now, I think that is going to continue to see ramifications into this year. Well, it can't be as bad as the next companies. EA? Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 I don't think we have to say that much about EA because EA is just well known to be a terrible, terrible company. Um, they at least let Respawn do whatever they wanted with Star Wars. 
Fallen Order for now with uh, with Apex for now. Yeah, uh, but let, let's never forget the, the the mass debacle that was loot boxes, mm -hmm. or what they did shutting down to buy uh, shutting down Bioware essentially entirely. Yeah, um, or pretty much every other studio that they have purchased and gutting them because they could. Yeah. Um, and let's not even begin to run into the anthem, anthem. issues. Yeah. Uh, yeah. EA can suck it. Yeah. Moving right along. So back, uh, back to politics. Because <laughs> that's a way cheerier subject. Esports. Esports blew up big <laughs> last year. That was, yeah. It had been blowing up. Um, but last year, like, you really saw, like, they're showing... Like, eSports is now covered on ESPN, TNT, TBS. Like, ESPN proper. Not ESPN 2, 3, 4, no. 5. Like, the main ESPN. Yeah, like, they're showing the Overwatch League every Saturday night. Like, that's insane. That's dope. But, yeah, and the fact that the, the purses for the winners are getting to be so massive. And yes. the sponsors that are getting in on this. I mean... When you can say that Coca-Cola, Lexus, and Mercedes are sponsors for gaming tournaments, and it's no longer just sponsors who yeah. are like local, their business yeah. uh, model is already directly tied into gaming in the first place, like right. Nvidia. Right. That's when you made it. Like you, you, there's a lot to be said for what esports future like is. The, the the NBA has teams that have created an, a 2k esports league and they did a draft like all of the teams literally did a draft and put the like the dallas mavericks esports team their facility is at the mavs practice facility uh cowboys no 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 no, no. the mavs their practice facility is the same house is housed in the same building as the as the actual teams practice facility. oh uh, yeah yeah, it was the uh, the Cowboys practice facility has uh, an esports. The, the star has uh, the star is um, partnered with uh, la, 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 oh, uh, GameStop. GameStop for one, yeah. and uh, then Complexity. Why would you say that company? Nobody here works for them. Well, because it was one of their big announcements before Fan Expo last year. Uh, yeah, Complexity is partnered up, and Complexity's like Complexity's headquarters is at the star. Yeah, that's yeah. Like it's huge. so, there is yes, there is a big crossover between actual sports and mainstream, like sports, and now esports to the point where colleges are offering colleges are offering esports scholarships and have esports teams now. That that's big. Like I don't know what more could be said about it. Yeah. Uh, hmm. And then there was uh, the closing of Marvel TV, which uh, just very briefly, Marvel TV has officially been wrapped up under. Uh, hey, Brett, I think you skipped something. MCU. And what did I uh, skip? Well, it's 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 just three letters. Do you want to read them? AEW. All Elite Wrestling. Oh, I am so happy. Oh, I am so happy. Y'all don't understand how big of a deal this is. There is finally a legitimate competition for the WWE in North America. This is such a big deal. 
Oh, they launched in October. They've been going solid ever since. They actually just signed a five-year extension with TNT. They're going to be on TNT for the next five years. This is a big deal. I will super kick you. So hard. You and I both know that you can't raise your leg that You're high. sitting in a chair. Yes, I can. Really? You're sitting in a chair and it's, it's at its lowest height setting. Yes, I can. I don't even think you could kick me in the shin. This must be very fair here. Ah! He can orange cap it, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Moving right along, uh, then of course- Because AEW is a big deal. Yeah, and then the final okay. thing, uh, because it's one of the platforms we're on, uh, YouTube has gone through some massive changes, thanks to- Do you to... want to go back over to the Marvel TV? It wasn't really much to say. It, it was brought it's, under Marvel it, Studios, it uh, kinda... now Fiheat runs it all. Yeah, it kind of sucks though that they're not two separate divisions anymore. Yeah, but at the same time, at but least I, now it, this gives them the opportunity to finally be acknowledged by the movies and the movies to, uh, and for them to be able to acknowledge the movies. So that's true. I just my main concern is is that they get lost in the shuffle, without having a proper division to actually run them. We'll see. That's my main concern. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, so YouTube has gone through some massive changes, thanks to a lot of legislative talk over in the EU and then some yeah. other uh, conversations here in the states damn European <sighs> Union ruining everything for everybody so the first biggie was uh, the EU coming in and uh, trying to have a mass sweeping copyright law yep. uh, revision which affected YouTube because now uh, the EU it can directly sue YouTube for copyright infringements rather than the individual creators. Which I think is just... It's insane. Yeah. Uh, and then over here on the state side, uh, thanks to uh, TikTok and the issue that came up with their predecessor Musical.ly, yeah. um, YouTube had to institute some new changes about uh, how videos uh, specifically made for kids right. are handled because of COPPA. Yeah. So, unfortunately, it has changed how content has to be addressed, especially uh, on YouTube, especially if you're trying to get advertisers yeah. uh, involved. Um, Do the but, and some of them are worrying because some of them, like, YouTube kind of has a history of kind of making up stuff as they go it's which is a little disconcerting so it's less about that they make it up as they go it's more about they are really bad at communicating the rules that they've made well, okay, and okay, making sure that yeah, everybody's that's aware a better way to put it, and when certain rules are finally publicly announced um it's like it seems like it's a new thing because it was never widely known right but officially it had been on the books for a while uh, they just made sure that it was in, you know, chapter 10, subsection 5, paragraph 8 of article, uh, article D. 27D. Yeah. Uh, that you were never going to be finding on your own uh, looking through the terms of service for YouTube. But it was there, technically. Um, it's a little disconcerting when their terms of service are like so in depth that you basically need a lawyer to go through them with you. I mean, they are getting better, better about communicating 
so far we've never had issues with any of our videos uh, in YouTube's policies. We've had issues with the Fair. Uh, we've had issues with the copyright system uh, because that still needs a mass overhaul. But overall, it's yeah, no, we we we've done well uh, with YouTube as a platform. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm curious to see what happens next, and I think we could do 2020. I think be... I think we have a lot of potential still uh, with. YouTube and all the other online platforms, but well, 2020 we'll is going to be a big year for online content creators. Just like you said, with everything that the European Union is trying to put in place and legislation over there, it it's going to be very interesting to see what happens and how easy or difficult it becomes for small-time creators, us, to get our content out there and not have it hit by some kind of obscure policy breach or this and that, and then having to basically jump through hoops to get it yeah. taken care of. Which, basically, uh, going back to how we started this whole stream, uh, is what, part of why we are wanting to spend this year uh, pulling back on how often we uh, put out content and uh, focusing more on the business. Yes. Because in order for us, just like all other online creators, to be a successful online uh, company, there has to be more time put into figuring out how to make money uh, without requiring advertisers, without requiring uh, YouTube to pay us in any way. and. If it happens to work out that we can get money from YouTube directly, awesome. But just like with all, even the major creators out there, uh, it, that is no longer the safest bet. Right. So, yeah. But uh, for now, uh, we shall see what happens. That's but, all we can do. Yeah. So uh, 2019 was a. It was a year. It, it was a it was a bit of a year. A lot happened. That is a factual statement. Yeah. Yes, it, it, a lot happened there, and uh, I mean, honestly, as much of a dumpster fire year as it was, you keep as a whole, that. we personally had fun, and we name had one a good bad year. thing that happened in twenty nineteen. We promised not to talk politics. So name one bad thing. <sighs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, I, for us and the show, it was a fantastic year, our best so far, and uh, honestly, I'm looking forward to what happens this year. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I guess that's all we can do. But uh, if you've still stuck around to the end of the video, uh, thank you. Just realize that Your check is, is in the mail. Just realize that there is uh, one thing that we should have mentioned at the beginning. Mm. Um, but come Monday, we'll be going live one more time. Uh, yes. Uh, so what's going to happen is we decided that we didn't just want to do a 2019 recap because as fun as that is, it's not quite enough. So come Monday at 1 p.m. Central Time, uh, we will be going live to dis uh, to do a full decade recap from the 2010s uh, and all the crazy stuff that happened in nerd culture. And there was a lot. 
It was a lot. Hey, remember how we said we were gonna tone it back and not do as much this year? Go figure. Yeah, we're literally breaking that like two days later. Well. Okay. Anyway, uh, it's gonna yeah. be fun. It's gonna be great. It's gonna uh, be so, great. yeah, if if you're still and watching, hectic and chaotic. Yep. But a lot of fun. If you're still watching, thank you. Don't forget on Facebook, like us, and if this is if you're watching us on YouTube, like and subscribe. Subscribe. So. That was creepy. Well, remember, that, that's where the little subscribe icon pops I, up. I just, yeah. I know. I, yeah. Uh, with that, though, uh, thank you all for watching. And until Monday. Until Monday. This has been Brad Mike with Dallas Geek saying, see ya.